Welcome back, everyone, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend, your desperation weekend, your final weekend of deer firearm season. I am your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer with my materials online at newsdakota.com and dakotaedge.com. So happy to be with you here on this final weekend of our firearm season. Hope you're out there filling out those tags. Got a great day here. Nice, rather calm conditions. Things looking pretty good out there. Cooler stuff with those deer moving around here in the full swing of the ruts. So a lot of opportunities still remain on the landscape for those folks who are looking to punch those tags and close out their season strong. So it's been an exciting season. Obviously, we've had to adjust to conditions. We've had to uh, change some things up throughout the weeks that we've seen. We've seen, obviously, high winds, uh, some rain and snow. It's changed things up a little bit. But yeah, that's what comes with November in North Dakota. So hunting conditions have made people adjust, and people have done generally pretty well. I think that folks are seeing a lot of success out there on the landscape. You know, it's like any type of hunting where you can find the habitat, where you can find access to that habitat, whether it's a tree filled uh, creek draw or a river bottom or places like that, or in those areas where there's heavy grass and sloughs and you're seeing those deer move around and bedding down with does, those bucks chasing their does. That's where you're going to find success. Habitat in the end is what equates with great hunting. So keep that in mind as you're closing things out. Find that nice overlook that's over that habitat that's out near those areas where the deer are going to be. And that is where you're going to find your success in this final weekend and generally overall things are looking very strong in the southeast for deer populations despite the drought obviously surveys in the spring will give us a final tally as to how things turned out and obviously hunter success will be reported by the game and fish as well and for that reason after the break we will have jason smith with us he is a big game biologist for the north dakota game and fish department from his office there overlooking the great reservoirs north of jamestown giving us the insight on what's to come so stay tuned Welcome back to the show, everyone. We are here on Desperation Weekend, the final two days of the North Dakota firearm season. And for that, we have big game biologist Jason Smith with us coming from north of Jamestown in the offices there, giving us his insights into how the season is set up and where we go from here. Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, Nick. How you doing? I'm excellent. Thanks so much for joining us today. Headed into this firearm season now, we're at the back end of it. How was the herd doing in southeastern North Dakota in terms of health and numbers and so on? You know, coming into the fall, um, our deer herd in this part of the state looked to be holding its own. Obviously, we had a mild winter the previous year, uh, fair conditions coming into the spring, and all in all, things were going good until we ran out of moisture uh, with the drought that we had this summer. Um, you know, we did have some timely rains midsummer in areas and then some fairly decent rainfall coming into the fall, but time will tell how things balance out, you know, with fawn recruitment. And along those lines, you know, when we did our mule deer surveys in western North Dakota, if the results from that are any indication for deer trends across the state, you know, there may be potential for a decrease in our fawn to doe ratios. Yeah, certainly that uh, lessened habitat, not having all that cover early on in the spring and when things were dry, that was an issue. Uh, any concerns on the health side? Did you have any EHD make it east of the Missouri River? Generally, there aren't too many concerns as far as deer health goes in eastern North Dakota. And obviously, as you indicated, one of the main headlines this year was EHD. Uh, the general occurrences for that is southwest North Dakota. But we did see an increase in areas outside of those normal areas due to the suitable climatic conditions for that midge vector. And also along those lines, a lack in immunity in those local deer populations to the virus. And we do get cases in eastern North Dakota on occasion based on the right climatic conditions. And we did have some positive cases this year uh, in deer units 2I, 2H, and even as far northeast as deer unit 2C. And in those areas, we did have some localized die-offs. 
but not to the extent that was observed uh, this year around the Bismarck-Mandan area. Uh, talking with Jason Smith, he is the big game biologist for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Jason, uh, as we're going through the season here, uh, the last couple of days remaining here, what are the initial reports for harvest, and how is that age structure looking? Being in North Dakota, we had uh, <laughs> quite the variety in weather conditions so far this season. Uh, snow and rain, high winds, and it sounded like things started off a little slow, but it has been picking up nicely over the course of the season, and it sounds like people have been finding decent numbers of animals, um, good numbers of mature bucks, based on what I've been hearing from our hunters. Yeah, it's good to hear that things do kind of come together in between those super windy or wet days. Uh, talking about habitat, uh, what are you seeing in terms of hunters? What are they finding out there? Was there cover loss due to the drought or haying or any reclamation this year? You know, obviously with the drought, the demand was high for our producers to procure winter feed sources for their livestock. So obviously when possible, what was available was hayed. And I think that hunters have been observing that this fall. Um, cover is probably less than what most are used to seeing, and crops were harvested by the start of the season. But again, you know, we, we should still have suitable cover remaining in our traditional riparian areas. Sure. We're talking with Jason Smith, big game biologist for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. Obviously, the, the headlining concern comes out of 2B with some increased surveillance after a deer tested positive just across the river near Climax, Minnesota. Uh, what concerns do you have about that finding and the surveillance, and how are things going through the season here? It's not surprising. I mean, we, you know, we, we're basically surrounded. We have CWD in the state. And, you know, it's just something that we need to be cognizant about. We need to continue with our targeted surveillance like we have been doing and even in units where CWD has been found in the state and just need to do the best that we can to keep prevalence low as possible and to prevent the spread across the landscape to the best of our abilities. In terms of speculating, I've always been told that CWD is a disease of detection. It's most likely in certain areas. We just haven't found it yet. Do you think CWD is is present in 2B or is that more of a wait and see type scenario? I think you're right there. I mean, it, it's hard to venture a guess. Ideally, we could 100% say that it's not in an area, but again, detection relates to prevalence. Um, if prevalence remains low, detection is also going to be lower. When we're doing our targeted surveillance, for the most part, we're casting a, a pretty porous net, but again, hunters can do their part and submit their heads for sampling. That helps us out, obviously, a lot. And of course, you know, deer age and get sick just like people do, and, you know, and a lot of times, Critters die without even being noticed. And with that being said, if anybody notices a sick animal, please don't hesitate to contact the department, and we will do our best to look into it. Yeah, that's a good point there in terms of that porous net. And like you said, no news is good news at this point in time. Wrapping up here with Jason Smith, big game biologist for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. There's obviously a big demand for public land. We see it throughout the state, and there's some pretty good public land available and public access acres like plots in the southeast. Talk about the etiquette that deer hunters should follow when they're approaching those areas. Yeah, you know, when it comes to deer management or big game management in general in North Dakota, it's always a balance. It's a year-to-year thing, so it's for us it's adaptive as, as biologists, you know, and that's why we set our licenses on a year-to-year basis. But as you indicated, those tags that we issue provide opportunity, and along those lines, one of the biggest limiting factors is access. Public land is obviously very limited in North Dakota. That's why it is important to treat it with the respect that it deserves, you know, just like you would treat access to private land appropriately, even as well as the landowners. You know, be courteous, uh, use common sense, respect the public land that we have, treat others using public land like you would want to be treated.
absolutely it's good to have that etiquette for others and of course for the land itself we got the rut in full swing i think we're seeing a lot of chasing a lot of activity i think that gets folks hopes up and keeps them even if they haven't tagged out yet on this final two days or desperation weekend as i like to call it do you have any tips related to the rut or related to the last two days or should people just keep believing in themselves <laughs> yeah i mean it's not over till it's over but you know when it comes down to the end sometimes people get a little bit worried that they're not going to feel those tags but you know remind people just use common sense you know enjoy the time that you have a field with friends and family be courteous to our farmers and ranchers be courteous to other hunters you know harvesting an animal is great and is obviously the goal for a lot of our hunters but that shouldn't be the only goal you know hunting should be much more than that and should the opportunity come around I guess my best advice is to aim small, miss small. Right on. Great uh, great tip for anyone, uh, almost in any position or sport or any, any type of activity. So we do appreciate that insight. And we appreciate the time, Jason, as always, that you spend being on the show. Thanks so much. You bet. You're welcome, Nick. So great to catch up there with Jason Smith, a big game biologist for the North Dakota Game and Fish Department, learning more about what's happening in the southeast regarding the herd, the threat of CWD on the eastern border, and where we might be come spring, referencing that habitat, referencing the fawning this year, and seeing how recruitment goes. So a lot of things up in the air, but your hunt shouldn't be. You have another two days here to close it out. Sunset on Sunday, a little little time afterwards there, that 30 minutes after sunset will close out the season. And then next weekend, we will return you to your regularly scheduled upland hunting for that great late season action you will find and a lot of folks finding a lot of roosters around valley city jamestown and again goes back to the earlier comment at the beginning of the show where you find habitat that is where you're going to find your wildlife so keep that in mind as you look forward to the second half of your pheasant season a lot of great opportunities remain and a lot of pressure drops off as we get into the late season but as for now close out that deer season strong be safe and make sure to take a young person outdoors and introduce them to hunting and if you do you know, I'll see you in our outdoors.